You are listening to the first episode of the Picard. This is a show all about Star Trek Picard, the brand new series that you can only watch by paying money to CBS All All Access, Access. which is fine. I'm fine with it. I want to support Star Trek in any way that I can. They've done so much for me. I'm Dan Benjamin, and the other voices that you hear are... I'm Hattie Cook. Hi, Hattie. Hi. Hi, I'm Keith Ruckus. Keith. Well, now, people are going to recognize uh, my voice and Hattie's voice from 5x5 five five shows, but you have a 5x5 five five show, too. I sure do. 5x5 five five at the movies. That's right. But How I, many episodes are you up to now? 68. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's a, a bit over, about a, and you do that weekly? Yeah, sure do. So it's been about a year and a half mm-hmm. almost, yeah. Yeah, and people still ask me for the original episodes that you did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> before I you know stole what? it. Screw those people because right. we're doing the Picard today. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's what's going on. So this this fantastic show. I just want to, you know, Keith had the idea before we started recording that we could do a little recap. I love that idea. I think mm-hmm. that's in order. But before I do that, I just want to mention what, oh, yes. what we're drinking right now, Great. or at least what Keith and I are drinking. Well, I'm right drinking now. too. See, look. But it's not. It's. What does that say? Oh, yeah. So we are all yeah. drinking Earl Grey Great right tea. now. Yep. That's right. Hot. And now, Hattie <laughs> has Earl Grey hot. Yes. But Keith and I have Earl Grey decaf, decaf today to right. celebrate yes. the Picard sure. style. I feel like this is a tradition. And if you're at home listening and you can go grab yourself a, a cup of uh, Earl Grey decaf. A cuppa. In your old yeah. age, as, mm-hmm. as uh, Jean-Luc has done, and I, mm-hmm. I salute you. So we shall take our commemorative first sip of tea. Yes. Uh, sip Cheers. along with us. Cheers, everyone. Here it goes. Mm. Down the hatch. Okay. Now, Keith. Yeah. Keith, you have told me, hmm. I, I am here to say, you've seen this, you said three times. I've already. watched three times. I it hasn't up. even premiered for 24 hours. Or 3 a.m. the, the day it <laughs> yeah. came yeah. out, yeah. I was watching, and yeah. then I watched again that morning, and then I watched again this morning. Very good. Nice. Very good. So you, it's safe to say you've caught the details, you know the Easter eggs. Oh, sure have. Okay. Because I've got a list Ooh. of Easter eggs that don't <laughs> try Sorry. to look Fine. at my gonna, secrets. Right. Okay. And I have no secrets. That's <laughs> had, now, a little bit about- Hattie has no secrets. None. A little bit about us. I'll start. I was going to say, I feel like we should give a, a, some background. I started watching Star Trek as a, a little boy. The original series was in syndication. I don't remember what channel it was, but every night there would be an episode of Star Trek, the original series. And, uh, and I just, I absolutely fell in love with this show. I was single digit age. And of course, you know, I saw Star Wars when it first came out in the movie. I was probably about five years old, five or six years old, maybe when the first Star Wars movie came out. And of course I fell in love with it. But I also very quickly became aware of and interested in, in Star Trek and absolutely loved Star Trek. And I remember at the time and even growing up a lot of the time, there's a lot of shade thrown from the Star Wars fans on the Star Trek fans and I loved both. I don't I don't feel like you need to choose. But I agree. if I had to if I had to say I've spent more time in the Star Trek universe and thinking about the Star Trek universe than I have the Star Wars universe. And and so for me this hits home. I I watched The Next Generation. I would you know wait up wait for that show and watch it when it was live on or not live, you know. It wasn't acted live, Keith. I didn't know that. It, it was is not, not in alive. front of a live it was not studio like audience. Old fashioned soap opera. Mm-hmm. Like but I would watch is. it when it came out. I would sit there and I would watch it and watched it through college and beyond and, and loved that show. Uh, and so that's kind of my history. And Picard has always been just 
such a wonderful sort of inspirational hero to me. And so when this show started to come out, Keith, I remember we were geeking out over those mm-hmm. previews, trying mm-hmm. to dissect them. And Hattie is newer. We'll go to you I next. Am, yes, you are newer, newer to the to the entire world yes. of Star Trek. I would say over the past what year or two years. Two years, I two think. years. Uh, I watched. Had you seen any Star Trek before? I had seen that? episodes here and there, but okay. I didn't. But uh, so I watched all the original with Captain Kirk and everything, yeah, and yep. then um, and then I did Next Generation, and then I did a little bit of what was the Deep Space Nine, Deep Space Nine, yeah. but only got maybe four or five episodes in. I don't know. Okay, but um, you've seen the mo- you've seen Star Trek movies. Yes. Which ones have you seen? Do you remember? Did you, did you see all the original One series? One and ones? three. The first and the third one. Oh, uh, you're talking about next generation yes, ones. Yes, I don't think I've seen any of the original. Movies. Okay. Oh, none no, of them. I don't think not so. Not even Wrath of Khan. I'm sure you've seen Wrath of Khan. You have to with Maybe. the ears with the things going in the ears. I Come on. Know. Who knows? I don't know. Pony <laughs> Bay. Well. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> and on, on to and Keith. On to Keith. Uh, I mean, I watched. How did you? Next how gener- are you? Oh my God. What did uh, you start with? Uh, Next Gen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've actually watched all of the original series. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a fa- I grew up with Next Gen. Every action figure I had when I was a kid was a Next Gen action <laughs> figure. I had the transporter. I had the bridge set. Nice. Everything was Star Trek. I've watched Next Gen, Voyager, Deep Space Nine probably 12 times through each. Every movie. 12 times. A dozen times, maybe. Yeah. If there's something, I will nitpick a Star Trek to death. Well, <laughs> any inconsistency, any little fucking problem. Yeah. I'll tear it apart. Mm-hmm. I like the self-muting that yeah, you're doing. Yeah, I, like yeah, I stopped. I'm like, should we curse We're on good this night? Yeah. I think this is a family-friendly, so we'll mute yeah, ourselves. I'll mute it. Effing. Every effing detail. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I I'm I have not watched Star Trek Discovery. At I have. All. And and you have said to me, I think it's worth watching, right? Mm-hmm. It's really it is a great sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a very good Star Trek show. Okay. Mm. I think that they've they've built they brought in a bunch of the best sci-fi people the best effects people the best writers right and then they dropped a bunch of star trek references in and all but look at the camera and shrug Mm -hmm. every time what happens like remember klingons klingons are a thing yeah yeah i haven't seen that one and i and and really that's the only other thing going on now there's the shorts that are being done as well. The shorts right? are happening. Nickelodeon's about to premiere the animated show. That's right. Lower mm-hmm. Decks, Lower right? Decks. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there are two live action shows in the works. And potentially a, a new movie. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah, from the guy. Oh, what the hell did he do? I know the guy you're thinking yeah. of. And, um, he made something that was not very Star Trek. Yeah. I can't remember who it is. Holly. Noah Holly. At least it's not going to oh, be yeah. Tarantino yep. because that would have been a nightmare. I thought, I think it would have been fun to watch. But it's not, it doesn't, like, for me, the the heart of Star Trek is, is oh, and this actually, you know what, let me segue to this, b- hmm. because we're going to recap this. The one thing that st- really struck me, and hmm. I, I know, Hattie, we talked about this a little Fargo bit. Fargo and Legion is what. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Fargo Legion, great. that's yeah. what I was thinking the about. Legions, okay. Yeah. The thing that really struck me about this is, and this, it to show you how. I think they're addressing Star Trek in general and how they're modernizing it and how they're bringing it into modern times. Mm-hmm. If you think about the way that most of us watch things on TV, right? You get a series, maybe the series drops all at once, maybe not, but it's a continuous story. A season is a story. And in the in the olden times of the next generation, episodic. episodic. Right. And this immediately felt bigger to me. And it I did. feel like because they're telling a bigger story, they, how many episodes are there going to be, Keith? Eight. Eight. Eight, okay. So they've got eight hours basically to, to 
to tell this story instead of 40 minutes to tell a story. Sure. And, and so right away, the, the scope felt bigger to me. Definitely did. I loved that. I just thought that was a really, okay. So Keith, you, I but feel this like you, wasn't going to be serialized. It was never going to be. No, they, they, no. And I love that. And if they were, they, I mean, they went going in knowing like, if we can tell the story in one season, we'll do one season They decided they needed to. So right. we're mm-hmm. already going to get a second season. Yeah. Uh, side note, did you see the clip from The View? No. No. Yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart went on The View to personally invite Whoopi Goldberg back as Guinan. That's oh, right. that's great. Isn't that great? So I heard about that. Season two will have Guinan, who's Yay. like top five Star Trek characters. So oh, I agree. Good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, w- I, st- I still, I had so many questions left about her and like, mm-hmm. I just, I want to know more. So, yeah. She's an Elorian. One of the movies, there's a little bit more about her backstory and and her species backstory, um, but not much. You get most of it in the show. In the movie, in Generations, they kind of, they use her as like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because she was a refugee as an Elorian. Right. Coming after the Borg attack. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is like, it, it. it causes a lot of problems because, like, if there was a Borg attack in the time of the Enterprise B, then why are they just finding out about the Borg, the Borg at the time now. of the Enterprise right. D? It doesn't make sense. Did all the Elorians decide to keep it a secret? I don't think so. Yeah. All right. So, Keith, I want you, since you've seen it three times, more than everyone else, want I want the recap? you do the recap. Yeah. Hit the recap button and uh, and and make it so, Keith. Okay. So, we, we open up with Picard having a dream, just like in First Contact, which is smart. It's a little callback to that. Did you see First Contact? I did, yes. Okay, good. Uh, I lost my train of thought already. So we got a dream. He's with Data. He's he's trying to fit. It's obviously not real because we have Data in a First Contact style uniform right, right. on the Enterprise D. They also they made the Enterprise D look different on purpose. Really? So it's supposed to be a little uncanny. It's supposed to be a little too shiny, mm-hmm. almost like a Discovery Dreamlike. style. Dreamlike. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We're in 10 forward, Picard's in normal clothes. There's right. no one else there. They're playing poker, which is kind of an homage to the last episode of Next Generation. Yeah. Very much so. playing poker. Yep. We wake up. We figure it's out. It's a dream, of course, because data's been blown up. Mm-hmm. And then we, we open up on Chateau Picard <laughs> in I would Le love Bear, to France. try some Chateau Picard. Yeah. Wine. They sell it. Really? Yeah, it's, not, it's obviously not real because yeah. that it was from the future, yeah. you know. Yeah, they have to send it <laughs> back. One day we'll have yeah, it. Yeah, you know, wine usually ages and yes, improves yeah. with age. This is the opposite. It's, yeah, you know. it's, it's just going to be a thing of grapes. <laughs> yeah. Or grape seeds. That's, that's right. It's, it's ancient seed. So we open up on the chateau and there are two Romulans living with him, which I have all sorts of theories about these Romulans, but we'll get to okay. in a second. Uh, yeah. And they're about to do an interview on the anniversary of Supernova Day, which is right. the day that we saw in the 2009 Star Trek that a, a star had gone supernova in the mm-hmm. Romulan star system and destroyed both Romulus and Remus, the planets. Now, Hattie, have you seen um, have you seen the newer J.J. Abrams films, the two newer Star Trek With, films? With um, Chris Pine? Yeah. Yes, I've seen those. Okay. okay. So yeah. you, you, you and our listeners will remember that in the uh, in the second Second episode is when, or is it the uh, second movie or first one where Romulus is destroyed? First, first one. Okay. okay. It's like the it whole like basis opens of that up universe. the first right. thing. And yeah, that's okay. the time travel yeah. with, um, with Spock coming. From, Correct. Okay. Yes. It's been yeah. a while since I've seen that mm-hmm. one. Okay. So uh, it's there. Uh, Picard decides he's going to give the first interview to the Federation News Network, which we actually see introduced in Star Trek Generations. Right. I have and some questions about it. I'm just going to add little comments and stuff as please. Uh, for later. So we'll return okay. to that. And uh, his his Romulan helpers have like vetted the interviewer, like, hey, don't bring up the fact that he left Starfleet. Don't ask him why. 
And then the interviewer decides to like poke the bear and is just an all around a hole. Mm-hmm. I didn't like I didn't her, like her very much. I no. thought I was a little angry at her. That actress looks familiar though. I'm trying to remember what she's been I don't in. Know. But, yeah. You know, I, I always feel like actors who play a character that you're dis- you're supposed to hate, mm-hmm. they're they are some of the best act because they're right. they're like they go into it knowing like everyone's gonna, gonna hate, hate this me. character right. and I have to make them and hate I have me. to make them uh-huh. hate me. Yeah. Well, that takes guts. She's trying to be like this investigative re- reporter, uh-huh. like, but who like if an admiral that retired twenty years ago, who right. cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not hard hitting news. No. Uh, anyway, there's a lot of exposition going on here where we find out that uh, when they knew the star was going to go supernova, Picard was the one that heralded the Federation Council to say, "Hey, we got to go save the Romulans." So he leaves the Enterprise and Jordy leaves the Enterprise. We know for a fact they leave the Enterprise day. Jordy goes to Utopia Planitia to build this 10,000 fleet wide, these, you know, faster than light ferries, basically. Mm-hmm. To, and they're going to hold about 9,000, no, 99,000 Romulans each because it's 900 million Romulans they're going to save. At no point do they say they're going to save any Remans, oh. which is very <laughs> sad because there's a whole planet next to Romulus. Right, so I guess like, they just yeah. say, screw it they look weird yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not cool right. yeah so they're gonna do that and then there's some rogue synths which, are, which is what they're calling androids right. that have destroyed the utopia planitia destroyed all the ships lit the atmosphere on fire killed almost a hundred thousand human beings living on mars at the time and so the fleet's gone so the federation's like well i guess we're not saving the romulans anymore and it seemed like picard almost had um he took kind of a took that personally like it was his sure fault yeah. and stuff so. of course they did and then uh, there's a short trek to go along with all this if you guys watch the short track i haven't seen that one can you give us a quick briefing on that oh yeah it's like this whole story and there's like very little dialogue about these two girls that are in school on mars and they kind of they're like bullying each other and they hate each other and they're mm-hmm. always getting in trouble and then it kind of like turns like this bomb shelter situation oh, where no. there's this attack and it's the attack and then there's like an after uh, people dealing with the aftermath of this attack mm-hmm. on Mars and everyone's kind of dead. And it just says, you know, Admiral Picard states this is a tragedy. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So this, this uh, show is taking place 20 years yeah. after Nemesis. Nemesis. Nemesis yeah. was in 2379. Right. So um, we're, we're 2399 mm-hmm. now. Um, Keith, question for you. Sure. Do you think we'll still have TV uh, the way that it was presented in 2399. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You think so? Mm-hmm. New shows and New all shows, that stuff. New shows, interviews. Yeah, I think we're always going to, we're going to, we're going to need we information. I, yeah. I hope you're right. I know. Because I like the TV format and I yeah. think it's here to stay. I think we won't have podcasts. Yeah, we'll definitely have podcasts. I'm not sure why. And I'll still be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the frozen head of really, Dan Benjamin. Really slowly. So he he gets all pissed off at the reporter because she asks all the questions that she's not supposed to ask. Why'd you leave Starfleet? And he kind of has this very Picard style blow up. Like right. he hates mm-hmm. he hates being questioned. He hates yeah. you know uh, he's, he's got a being lot of integrity. reminded yeah. of all that stuff. Yeah. So he said Starfleet wasn't Starfleet anymore, which is going to be the crux of this TV right. show. About so what, Keith, what does he mean by that? He says that that Starfleet came in on itself, which I think was a long time coming, and they touched on in. Uh, uh, insurrection a lot is that Starfleet stopped being a group of exploration and started being a war, uh, right. started being an army, mm-hmm. basically a Navy. Uh, and that's, that's, he hated it. Mm-hmm. It's not what he wanted. And there's all sorts of like books and canon stuff that like the enterprise E wasn't even in the dominion war, which takes place during Deep space nine. Mm-hmm. They're like, 
that we just went off and did our own. We kept exploring because that's not what we should be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can imagine that after so many wars, you know, the Federation, uh, I like the the, the, the the comment in the thing where it's like, why should we save Romulan lives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like, they're not Romulan lives, they're, they're lives, lives uh, which couldn't be more apropos right. to everything in our society right, right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then he left. I mean, for Picard to leave the Federation, like you had to know that there was some was big something really going big, on. Yeah. Big. I mean, after the Dominion War, about two thirds of the of Starfleet's gone. So yeah. I imagine that the people that they're refilling it with are people that were around for this war. And they kind of have a more warlike like mentality. Mentality, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Especially after so many tragedies happening to the Federation, one after the other, you know, they're just like, screw it, let's build a bunch of warships. Yeah. So Picard is is out. And out of the interview, he's out. He gets up from the interview. Uh, we're done here. He said, yeah. Keith. Yeah, gets up and leaves. We're done here. Yep. <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. It's his own house. He has to leave his own house to get away from this yep. woman. Meanwhile. We got Dodge. Yeah. What's her name? Dodge. Dodge. And she's chilling in Boston. Right. Uh, with her. Uh, Boston looked cool. Yeah. Her, I was, was going like, to say, yeah. even back bay has come right. a long way. With her, uh, with her Zahian boyfriend. Yes. His eye, his eyelids, yeah. the secondary eyelids underneath. I was like, that's crazy. Now, did you know when they, Hattie is very, I will say mm. this. She is, has an uncanny ability to predict what is going to happen in a TV show I've or ruined, a movie. I've mm. ruined a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies for myself. Did you know he was going to die right away? That's, no. That was my question. No, I did not. I did not. I did you not didn't see think that, that coming. No. Okay. So he was around for about two seconds. Yes, yeah. he was barely there. But uh, I'll tell you the reason you could have figured out that he was going to die is because a lot of his uh, uh, features were animated and that's a lot of money. Oh. So if it's a character, they're right, going to keep the eyes little, doing a thing. They, and he also had like different color fins that kind of changed. Moving. Yeah, they moved mm-hmm. and they kind of changed colors. So it's like if they were going to pay to have someone there for eight episodes, they're not paying yeah. for that. <laughs> Unrelated. That I want to see more of that weird goat dude from a witcher. Yes. Because speaking of weird mm-hmm. prosthetic <laughs> faces and stuff. Freaky. That, that freaked was me out. Freaky. Have you have you been watching The Witcher? Yeah, we're the... going to start a podcast next week called okay, Toss good. a Coin. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so one of the things, though, that, that I also noticed was when it, it kind of did the establishing shot going to show her and Adaja and her boyfriend, there were little orchids or something that they were also sort of changing yeah. shape and doing things like I that. I noticed the orchids, too. And then later she said, oh, my parents are the orchids. Right. I'm like... I know I noticed that for you, a reason. You know, they don't did you like all a, grow orchids or yes, something? Yes, I am growing orchids so right now. Are you? I have three yeah. different ones. She's got yeah. always talking about her orchids. Also, in the establishing shot of Boston, we see a Ferengi billboard, which is oh. crazy to me because they're so... And, and the, that, that kind of goes more into the fact that Starfleet isn't Starfleet. The Federation isn't Federation. Right. There should absolutely not be a Ferengi outpost right. or billboard or anything. On Earth. On Earth, Let alone uh, Boston. Now at the end of Deep Space Nine, we know that they're going to have a lot of reforms because the Grand Nagus becomes Rom, and like right. they they might start giving rights to women. They they might right. stop, you know, the acclamation of wealth. But there's no reason for them mm. to have admit, not even a consulate. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, then with these these uh, shock troopers beam in to yeah. Dodge and her Is boyfriend. Is that what they're called? Shock troopers. That's what I'm called. That's from Star like Wars. Shock troopers. Yeah. That's from Star Wars. Aww. We can mix. We can mix it. It's fine. Anyway, these um like these like black ops guys <laughs> mm-hmm. come in, they throw a knife, which is really interesting to me. And it was a giant knife. Yeah, like that thing was right huge. into her boyfriend's chest. <sighs> he is dead. Uh you know, I and this is this is the kind of thing that like I it didn't bother me that he threw a knife. 
But I'm also thinking like oh, it didn't bother me. I just thought it was interesting. It was it was interesting. It was but specific, if you if you right. think about it, first of all, like let's say they're out to kill. They're they're there to kill. Sure. They're not they're not trying to save lives. They don't even want you know. But you think like we, they've got phaser technology. Yeah, they have. They those, could set that on stun. Those cool guns. Why throw a knife? I'm down with it. But I'm I've, just saying. Why I've throw got a some knife. theories. Okay. But also, if you remember Nero from Star Trek, he was killing people with like with a knife, with, with, a, with a, a staff, basically. Yeah, right. So it, it might be part of Romulan culture because mm-hmm. we find out later these are Romulans right. that maybe right. bladed weapons, much like Klingons, right. maybe bladed, bladed weapons, weapons are, are cool. important to them. Honorable, right. sure. Yeah. Uh, so they black bag her for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. and they're they they keep asking the same questions. Uh, and they start speaking in Romulan. Someone goes, speak English, which is interesting to me because I just assumed everyone spoke their native language and universal translators did the right, rest. Just, right. Mm-hmm. Why right. would they know English? But Okay. So I have a theory on, sure. on why they said speak English. To me, this is the same. Keith, hmm. if, if, if you and me and Hattie decide to rob a bank. Sure. We're we're gonna have code names that we use, right? right. I'm not sure. gonna say Hattie, right, like, go behind Dan the thing, Benjamin, and, right. go get the money out of the <laughs> right. So at the same time, if we were if we were uh, robbing a bank, let's say in another country, I would want to speak the language, that they the don't native know. language of that country, so they don't know that sure. we're actually speaking. English, right, which is going to give away that well, we're it was American. Three Americans, right. right? I don't disagree with you, but if there's a universal translator, you'd never know they right. were talking Romulan. Correct. But my question is: Does everyone have a universal translator on like them, or is that like that's like in your a communicator in when you're in Starfleet? Like, does that's the regular, point, yeah. does the regular Civilian. dude walking down the street like have a universal? He doesn't need it. He's Probably walking around not. Boston. You know, I would think that yeah, people that come to Earth would wear one, right? Mm-hmm. So I th- you're probably right. So I know it's just a theory. I though. think it was just a way for us to get the thing ahead of time. I was like, oh, they're Romulan, yeah. you know, yeah. instead yeah. of revealing or at least it, not human. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they keep asking her, where are the others? Right. And where are you from? Right. Which, uh, which again, like sparks a whole bunch of controversy. Like, who are they? What are they doing here? Mm-hmm. And what, what, where are the other ones of her if she's not right. human? She's right. like, what? So yeah. she gets uh, activated, which is the term they use, and she goes uh, River Tam on them. Yeah. And starts just laying waste and killing them. She did awesome. Yeah, she, she did. I was like, yes. With a black bag over her head. Yeah, you just um, which did not make me think of Android at all. When you think of Android, I think of slow but like unmovable and super powerful. Mm-hmm. But uh so she gets out of there, she starts having these flashes of Picard in her head mm-hmm. and modern Picard, not past Picard. Right. So and then she while she leaves there and is like in the rain in Boston sees the interview happening on a, on a TV in the in a window, because you know, still selling TVs, right? And uh, that's what I'm saying. Will TVs yeah, still be around? TVs, they are. You can, you can still. It's a it's rainy not night. Amazon, right? You're walking around at night, and there's there's TV a TV store. running yep. in an interview. And then the next uh, morning, she because it's up. not on demand. It's not streaming. It's no. that's right. live when it's right. happening. Yeah. She immediately goes to France. Cable. Probably ran there yeah. from Boston. Yeah. I, that was my question. That cut was so fast. I was like, they didn't show her doing. Well, and it was just well, there's transporters. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see later that there are now transport screens. Okay. Right. Where you just walk through a doorway. It, right there. That was in a clip of, a, of, a, of an upcoming episode. But yeah, so it okay, looks good. like like or if what we'd call a flat trans if you're familiar with the Maze Runner series. But basically, <laughs> this is like you 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 walk. It's like Stargate. You walk through yep. it and you come out. And now you're in Los Angeles or Okinawa sure. or wherever you want to go. I truly can't wait for that to exist in real life. We have oh my <laughs> technology already does no, exist. No, it does not. It already exists. They're just no. not, they're just holding Time it back. Savers. Right now, it is in a barn in Ohio. 
and they're holding it back from us. Telling That's you. absurd. Yeah. So she shows up at Chateau, Chateau Picard. Uh, he's very alarmed that this girl just shows up. She's like, do you know me? Right. Because now, I was thinking at first his reaction was like, you know, this is someone who showed up in response to this interview who like yeah. wants a piece of me. Like they're here the to like thing. confront me about. Sure. Yeah. Kind of apprehensive. Like, Ooh, who are you? Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. Which, yeah. why you're exactly. here. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she's like, kind of like help. when you showed up here today, Keith. Yeah, I'm like, I need help. <laughs> Unannounced. <laughs> yeah. You gave me the address. <laughs> Part of the address. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, she shows up. She basically tells him everything that happens. And she's like, I've been having flashes of you. Right. And he starts getting this kind of remembrance. Like she kind of looks familiar. Yeah. That comes in later. And then uh, Laris and the hell's his name? Zaban, the two Romulans that kind of take care of her. They clean up her wound from the attack. And then she's, uh, they sit down and he's like, I, I know you from somewhere. She, she like has this. Right. He, he has this like remembrance of her. The next morning she's gone. She's on the run already. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, after oh, at, the necklace, the thing, necklace yeah. thing. Yeah. He also like takes an interest in her necklace, which I thought was weird. Cause it's just two rings. Right. And it's like, it's jewelry. Why would a, a, an older man be like, cool necklace? Yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> you, don't know, Patty, you don't know his I life. Don't know. Yeah, you don't know his true. life. You want to stay here? Give me the right. necklace. Is that right. This is payment. <laughs> what do you got down payment wise? <laughs> is that, is that real silver? Let me yeah. see it. <laughs> Hazy and smell. Best conductor. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, she's gone the next morning. He's freaked out that she's gone. You but can't he, keep doing Star Wars references. In I, there. Don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so he goes to his personal archives after she's gone because now he's like really interested. He thinks he knows where she's from. We see his like garage, basically a storage unit, yeah, which is just chock full <laughs> his of garage, Picard's garage, Picard's That's... garage, chock full of stuff from movies and TV shows and all sorts of. Easter eggs, the giant uh-huh. Captain Picard Day poster, yeah, which was adorable. That. We see the Stargazer. We see the uh, the Argo model, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Because, like, how, how, why would the Argo be important to him? He rode it one time. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he, we saw him ride it one time. Maybe he yeah, was in time. it all the time. No, it was one time. Maybe that's, like, his, like, weekend vehicle, you know? Maybe. It's like his Miata. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, he's got his main thing and then like, well, what do you want to do? No, in your but life? I want one now because really? of Picard. That's ridiculous. So he goes in the archives, he, he pulls out this painting that Data gave him, and the painting is, uh, it's her. It's the girl wearing a cloak on a cliff face. Right. And he asks the holographic uh, librarian, for lack of a better term, he's like, what's the name of this painting? Right. And he said, uh, it says daughter. Mm-hmm. I just want to say something about hmm. this. Speaking of holographic librarians. Sure. <laughs> I feel like any question he would ask her, it was like worse than Siri. Right, it's it like, like took you, so you, you long. Ask, yeah. You ask Alexa or Siri or something. Sorry, to, I just said everyone's, everyone's crap off. Uh, but like you ask them, you're like, what time is it? And it's like it's 15 like seconds later. It's like, okay, fine. You finally figured out what the time was. They, he would ask her a question in, in, in the year 2399. I expect an instantaneous answer. Almost in a human way. Not like, hold on, accessing. Uh. Yes. <laughs> right, but... We don't know how much information that hologram has access to. Maybe it's every piece of information. I think it is everything, but she should still be... Fa- if, look, okay, yes, fine. But you know, we in computers, <laughs> Keith, hang sure. on, pause. Oh, please. Now computers. In computers, we have the concept of caching. Okay, so here's the thing. When Jean-Luc Picard walks in, I'm going to say, you know what? 
I'm going to pre-cache all of the data for Jean-Luc because that place was a ghost town. There yeah, was no one nobody was in else in there. She's doing nothing else right now. You don't know I that. I do know. You don't know how many archives there are. You don't know how many so there are around the world. she's pre-cache everything that could possibly... There might be a thousand versions of her okay, running at the same I, time. Okay, but the databases that I have that run the stuff that I do... I could look that up with a nice index. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying she can index that data and cache it. So that by the time he walks in there, like, what year was that? She's just going to know what year it is. Sure. All right. Well, continue. Write a letter. Continue. <laughs> so he gets the, the thing and then he automatically realizes this is Data's daughter. Mm-hmm. Was this before the after the dream where he saw Data that was like, do you want to finish it? Oh, this the was painting. after. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, that you're right. He the, that night he went to sleep. That's what. That's, that's, that's what caused him to go. That's what caused him to go to the archive. And also, didn't it show him like turning around and like looking back at his thing? And there was a painting on the wall. Yeah, because he's got a painting on his wall. So and are there two a, paintings? Yes, yes, Data did two paintings. Yeah, uh-huh. Two of the same paintings for yeah. twins. For the twins. Here we go. She's on the ball. I didn't even think about that. Nice. Yeah, daughter. It's that one's called daughter too. Now the first, I will admit, the first thing that I thought was somehow this is lol. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think we all thought that. I audi- audibly said, oh, she's lol. It's lol. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and my thought was Bruce Maddox took lol. Lol. I mm-hmm. somehow got her down. back. Right. Yeah. And then used that framework to recreate. Maybe that right. will be part of it. We don't know yet. Yeah. You know, we don't know what happened. This could to be lol. a theories episode also. Right. I've, we I've never saw like, them. did we see lol getting shot off in a torpedo no. tube or no. anything? Mm-mm. She just, she just shut down. She just shut down and that's, the end. Right. And they, I think they specifically picked a girl, you know, like a girl that could be lol too. Yeah. Like right, she like, physically very mm-hmm. much could be her, even the same hair length and everything. Yeah. Uh, so moving forward, he, she figures out she tracks him down because she, in the meantime, has done like a holographic call with her mom, which is no way is this her mom. Yeah, no, no there's, there's no, no way. No. She's like, hello, daughter. And I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah. And, the, and there's like that weird glitch where she like changes facial expressions. Uh-huh. And it's like, you got to go find Picard. And she's like, I didn't say anything about Picard. She goes, just trust me. Just concentrate. You have to find Picard. Yeah, that's, like, not, that's so not. I think uh, that's in her head. Yeah. That she just did. I think that's like a program running. Interesting. So uh. fake mom tells her to go find Picard. He finds her. Uh, she's like, I can hear three blocks away. So I know for a fact that they found us and they're coming. Right. And they run. And one of my favorite scenes, they're running up a flight of stairs and he like physically can't. Right. Yeah. I'm like, that's the perfect way to set up that this is a very frail Jean-Luc right. Picard. This is not the Jean-Luc Picard that we're used to seeing. Right. I, I, I was going to comment on the same same thing. Mm-hmm. I, you make a really great point, Keith, in that Duh. He was like, hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, you know, I think in the in real life, he's 79, mm-hmm. and in the show, he's 90-something. Something, yeah. Something like that. And and we know that people live much longer in the future, right, right. and that he's probably still in, in good health. But back in the old Star Trek times, he wasn't considered old, Mm-mm. but he was, he was, sen- he was a senior officer. He mm-hmm. was an older sure. person. And yeah. he was an action hero. Yeah, yeah. and that's he the thing. It's still- like now... He's, you know, he's going up the stairs. This isn't something he's used to, you yeah. know? He's, he says, he is... Dodge, wait, stop, I can't. Right, mm-hmm. right. And she, like, yanks him She's up. Like, She's like, yes, you right. can. Right. Come on, dude. Uh, and then there's a, a battle scene where we see more of the Black Ops troopers, mm-hmm. a lot more of them this time. Attacking she does quite a, quite an impressive jump, I must say. Yes. So beyond just the regular fighting, she jumps probably what, 120 yeah. feet. Yeah. Uh, probably 60 feet in the air. Up, 100. up a staircase. Yeah, right. Up a staircase. And really start. <laughs> and then at that point, we realize she knocks uh, one of their helmets off their Romulans. Right. Mm-hmm. And then one of the Romulans bites a capsule. 
which is acid and spits right. on our. And the only problem I have with the entire episode is how far he spits the acid. How far was it? Because it's it's got to be a good he's fifteen laying, feet. Like down on the ground. Yeah. Well, if if Vulcans have a secret inner eyelid, maybe these guys have like projectile Vulcans spitting. Vulcans don't have a secret inner eyelid. Yeah, Why they do? do they? Of course oh, they for do. the sun, you're right. You're yeah. okay. So maybe these guys. That's can, what saved uh, Spock when you, they thought he was blind. And Bones yeah, was so pissed his... off. He's like, in her island. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so he bites this capsule, spits on her. She, her face is now deteriorating. It's gross. Uh, and it hits his weapon that she's holding, and it causes the weapon to overload and explode, mm-hmm. and she dies. Yeah. It also looks like she's not really feeling pain from the right. from acid, acid right. I think, which I think that. is okay. because she's activated, and I yeah. think she's in Android mode. Android mode. Uh, so he, uh, he is abhorrent, but he is blown back and unconscious. Then he wakes up back at Chateau Picard. Right. And the the, uh, the Romulans, Laris and Zaban are like, hey, they brought you here. They keep saying they, yeah. which goes into my theory that right. these two are bad guys. Oh, oh, living with him are bad. I am convinced that Laris and Zaban are bad guys and are in on this entire thing. And that's why they knew to also, get Also, he sent- wasn't in a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, right. oh, you're like, just back home. Like, he was on a, a different. Where right. were Where were they? I mean, they were at the Starfleet instant. Archives. Right. Okay, so why wouldn't he have been taken to the Starfleet, Starfleet Flight Hospital, whatever <laughs> hospital? Why wouldn't right. he have been taken? It's probably right there on the campus. Because I think it was the Black Ops troopers that, that, that brought him away. Because they're like brought him back. Because they then said, "Oh, you're. It's not on the feed right, either. There's no one else there. You were by yourself." This, and then they said, "Maybe she has a personal cloaking device, which doesn't right. make sense because he could see her." Right. So, like the fact that he's not putting this together makes me angry. I mm-hmm. think they're. Yeah. Evil. Uh, then he goes to the Daystrom Institute to talk uh, with uh, the, the Department of Androids, basically. Mm-hmm. Meets with this girl named Agnes. Uh, this is also where Bruce Mat- uh, Maddox worked. Right. Um, and is like, hey, I think I met. I, I, tell me about uh, flesh and blood androids because mm-hmm. I met one. And she's like, she's, she's like, laughing at him. You're hilarious. <laughs> and she, he tells her all about it and then finds out that the he still has the necklace. And I'm I'm pretty sure he gave it back to her. I'm not sure how. No, he she, left it. Left, she it left, left it on the table when they stood up. Oh, yeah. 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 nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he hands her the, the necklace and she's like, this symbol is for special cloning of androids because she uses the word cloning and i'm like it's just two rings like you yeah, can't tell me this symbol doesn't exist like everywhere ring, yeah. right but but i mean he, it is picard and he did bring it to this chick and she's right. like maybe it's like specific to like that. to her that has a meaning mm-hmm. you sure know? uh and then she's like oh yeah this is something that maddox had come up with mm-hmm. and she says that maddox disappeared after since were right, he went into hiding that's what she says. Persona I don't think that's true. Either. Pariah. I, I personally think that the Romulans ca- uh, kidnapped Maddox. Oh. Got him to build their own since using Borg technology. And then Dang, that he's got this worked mm. out. And then that he used these neurons he still had from data or before mm-hmm. and then sent these these artificial synths out into the world to find Picard. And that's why the Romulans like wear the rest of them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's Interesting. my theory. Oh, okay. and then remember, sh- they open up the drawer with before in it, and yep. they're like, "Oh yeah, he like really wasn't data and didn't really couldn't right. do it." And also, okay. he they were like, "Data tried to upload everything before the thing exploded." That happened in Nemesis, yeah. Right, and then they said, "But most of it was lost anyway." But if you have one positronic right. neuron, you can You're recreate fine. data right. for intent. All that's Maddox's theory, and obviously that's going to be true. Right. right. Okay. Now. Hmm. Well, before we go into more, I have more to say about Hattie, what you were just saying. 
We're almost at the end. We're yeah. almost at the end. So here. Well, let me let me push through. So she uh, he uh, Agnes says that they are created in pairs when mm-hmm. they're cloned. Mm-hmm. So and um, she's like, I guess they could be female. So I guess they have never made female clone right. positronic brains before. Mm-hmm. But we find out there is a twin sister, and then we cut to her at the what is called the Romulan Reclamation Project. The, f- the second that they showed that, I, I have to say that mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that looks like a Borg ship to me. Yeah. <laughs> Even just that one yeah, panning sure, the shot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're on a Borg cube, and the word reclamation makes me think they're building all their new ships out of Borg or Borg technology. Uh-huh. Um, and what better place to start a cloning facility than a place that creates uh, mechanical and organic things that are fused together? Right. right. So we find out that the twin sister is human working on this Romulan reclamation board cube. And then this other Romulan shows up named Narek. And he comes and gives her a sob story. Like They just meet and then he's like, oh, I had a brother and I lost him. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced he's Nero's brother. A hundred percent convinced. I was thinking about that, but I... What 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 makes you think so? Because uh, R- Romulan siblings always share the first initial. Okay, that's one of the canons okay, from the books. That's good. Interesting. And he like to, there's no other reason to bring up. I had this brother. We're not the same age. Right. I lost him. You know, it, it just makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why bring? Why immediately out this? The, that is the a only, great theory. The only thing they set up about this guy is that he's going to work with Soji, which is the the twins' name, mm-hmm. and that she is that he had a brother. Right. Right. Okay. So now we know her the, the twin. It. What's right, the twins' it, it, name? It pulls, Soji. It pulls Soji. out, and then you see that the it's Borg a Borg cube. cube. Yeah, with a yeah. fleet of Romulan right. ships uh-huh. around it. We don't know anything about where this Borg cube came from, though, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, my first instinct was that it was the Wolf 359 Borg cube. Okay. But it's not because Starfleet destroyed that cube. Okay. Mm. So this is some other Borg some cube other that cube. they've found. Sure. Okay. And we know from Voyager that there are hundreds of thousands of Borg yeah, cubes. Yeah. So. so one thing that we want, I want to go back to what you were saying, Hattie, because Hattie and I have talked a lot off, off the air sure. about data and before and all of that. Mm-hmm. And there is... Uh, one of the big theories that people had coming into this, right, including me, was that that the first thing that I thought when they showed that clip of Picard playing poker with Data mm-hmm. was to me because of the lighting, because of the the way the shots were filmed and everything, it looked surreal. It looked like a dream. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking. I did not think it was a dream sequence. I thought it was some kind of like holodeck simulation. Oh, yeah, you thought he was like wanted to go back and like I feel like playing cards with Data. Right. right. Like this is something I do. Just like you know, Every hang out Wednesday, with my own friend. Right. It mm-hmm. was. It was the term. I don't want the game to end. That yeah. makes me think he had like these reserved time slots. Right. At right. a Federation facility and was mm-hmm. just in there playing with Data and then it just turned off. Right. 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 And and so I. I was very disappointed to find out that Data's experiment of uploading himself to B4 was a failure because in the I'm comic not because books. Because it might not be. That's true. We can't take we it don't for know. Right. You're right. And and maybe maybe it was successful and Maddox didn't want see people I'm, to know. He yeah. didn't want people to know. So he deactivated B4, aka mm-hmm. Data now. It's like, oh, it didn't work, it didn't work, shut it down because Data was like I can't let you do this with my neuron, whatever. Right. And and he's like, that's fine. We're shutting you down anyway. So here, here's the most important thing is Maddox made these girls in the image of Data's painting from Data's memory. Mm. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. that would be why. He didn't have the painting. He didn't have no. the paintings. Because one is in the archive, the other one's in Picard's house. I think Maddox is kidnapped. He's on the Borg cube. He's being forced to work for the Romulans. But he that's secretly made these 
androids based on Data's memory, and he knew Picard would know who she was. And so oh, and he's kind of counting like a, on her Picard and Picard to, to like figure this out and come save them. Correct. Wow. I think it's if you're right. Yeah, that would be great. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Uh, my other theory uh, has to do with the synths that destroyed the fleet. Uh-huh. I think so. You watched Deep Space Nine. You watched a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember in Deep Space Nine the um, the uh, group of genetically engineered people that yes. were kind of insane? Yes. So this is kind of mirroring for a couple different reasons. One, they outlawed genetic engineered people after the eugenics wars right. with mm-hmm. Khan. Right. And now this happened, so they outlawed synthetics. Synthetics completely. But something about how the genetically engineered people would like think about every possible thing that would happen. And mm-hmm. they, at one point they recommend that the Federation surrender the war because like this is how you're going to save people. Uh, I think the synthetics knew the Romulans, if we saved them, would take over Earth. Mm. Mm. I think they or they knew some sort of devious Romulan plot because as soon as they found out about the supernova, obviously the and Romulans they, weren't worried about evacuating themselves. They're just as powerful as the Federation. Mm-hmm. Like they can make their own fleet of ships. I think they had these weird flan, flans plans to take over parts of the Federation or systems around them. The sense figured it out because a group of datas would be so freaking smart. Yeah. Right, it's like and a they supercomputer. Des- they destroyed yeah. the ferries on purpose. Oh. Well, if you remember when Dodge was um, as if there was at this point a- a- resolving any doubts that she's just a regular human being mm-hmm. uh, when it showed her after the phone call with her, quote unquote, mom, mom right. how it showed her uh, hacking, systems. hacking stuff, the speed that she was doing that, yeah. that was mm-hmm. all data at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and actually, it's, it, I my, feel like it wasn't fast enough to be that yet. But maybe really? Data, because, but Data's daughter in that right, way, right? I, and I think it's because she's yeah part human. She doesn't have the end. Like she's very fast. She can process right. quick, but, but her hands can't move with that right. speed. Yet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, now looks like you've got you keep bringing your card out, Keith. So yeah, more uh, yeah. The other big theory is that uh, we 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 know that Laris and Zoban from the it's from the comic book that is the countdown to this episode. Yes, uh, their former Tal Shiar. Really? Yeah. So Tao Shiar, Hattie, are the they're like basically the the undercover government. They're like like uh, like, like the CIA. super KGB type. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I already yeah. like that. They're uh, like and like when one of them shows up, like they can kind of boss the captain anybody. of a ship around in okay. a way. They can the well, this is the Tal Shiar's yeah. orders, and like oh okay. These are the if you remember, um, if like you remember Deanna. Uh, uh, masqueraded as one Tal of the Shiar Tal Shiar Yes, okay, agent. I was going to say, I was like, that sounded familiar. I forget familiar. the name of the episode. But and yeah. every time a Tal Shiar showed up, Asila was a Tal Shiar. Okay. Uh, Denise Crosby's double. Right. Tal Shiar's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, that's a big deal to me. Is like, so if there is some sort of weird conspiracy. And that's from the comic that you've learned yeah, that. Okay. It's, it's canon and it's 100% accurate. So they're obviously sleeper agents or. or they have they to. Have there's to be. no way. It's now, like, now that makes sense. Yeah. Ta- you're telling me like top Tal Shiar agents are going to just start taking orders on a winery from Captain Picard. Right, that Picard. doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Not going to happen. And like from Picard's point of view is like because he's like the champion of Romulus and tried mm-hmm. to save them. They're just them. helping. They're just friends. They're and just- they were the people that were going to help. Uh, figure out the evacuation with the fleet. So, I mean, part of me also thinks that the Taushiar worked with the synths or like reprogrammed the blow yeah, up the ferries something. themselves. Like there's some something devious with those two. There's no way he wasn't picked up by someone and brought to a hospital after that explosion. I, that's what right, I thought. I was like, rooftop. it's too quick of a yeah. cut to now he's at home. Yeah, you don't. I mean, honestly, if 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 I rolled down a flight of stairs, not, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but if I rolled down a flight of stairs, like, 
I don't want to wake up in my house. Right, I want I a doctor like, to see okay? me first. And that's not an, a huge explosion. That's just a yeah. flight of stairs. You also, know what I'm saying? whoever was sending those black ops guys in, someone was controlling the transporters. Right, because yeah. when he was falling, falling he was got... transported mm-hmm. up. So they, the, whoever those black ops people, they could have just kept sending people down. They definitely right. got him. Those people yeah. brought him back to Chateau yeah. Picard and told Laris and Zaban. Like, I, can't, I can't find another way that makes more sense than that. I think you're right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I agree. My last that did seem fishy to me at the time. It too. did. Yeah, and uh, Maddox is definitely kidnapped somewhere, and Dodge was his flare. Yeah, of like he shot her up, and he's like, "Someone's got to help me and find right. me because the Romulans are making me do stuff that is not okay." That's it. Okay. I think your first Easter egg that I think you're probably going to say. Don't read it. Get off of my screen. Um, was the the song <laughs> yes. that the episode? Oh yeah, up Blue with. Skies. Blue I skies. thought that was lovely. Um, that's my first uh, note here, mm-hmm. and um, and so there's a lot of history with Blue Skies. I did a little research on. Um, there are um, so Data sang that at Riker and Troy's wedding in Star Trek Nemesis. Sure did. Which you just watched. Yes. Um, it was also reprised at the end of the film before. when uh, before is sort of he's like playing with that little piece kind of absentmindedly right. and he starts singing like one line right. and then Picard yep. kind of finishes it. it. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, and so I thought that w- that was interesting that they integrated that. It was a nice little mm-hmm. nod to it. You talked already about the poker game. Um, and uh and then here's a note that I found. I didn't come up with this one or notice this on myself, uh, on my own, but I don't think this is anything. I'm going to mm. discount this one, but this is one I've seen in a anyway, couple yeah. places that data had five Queens. Yes. I was wondering sure. about that. And of course that's an impossible hand, but um, they were Queens, Queen of hearts, Q. Oh. And so oh. this person in this article says that they think that is even if it's not an indication that this might happen, it's a subtle wink to Q mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think we're going to see Q in this. That or, you know, uh, there could only be four queens. There's only four lights. Right. But now he sees five. Right. Five. right. I didn't yes. think about that. Um, so the Daystrom Institute, um, mm-hmm. that is something that goes all the way back to the original, the original series, series, Dr. Yeah. Daystrom. Yep. Yes. And the ultimate computer was the name of the episode that that one came from. Yeah, I It was a was cool. fresh AI they put onto the enterprise that kind right. of went haywire. It went very mm-hmm. haywire. I remember that one. Um, the, um, in the, in the, in the titles, uh, with the music, the, there's a flute that plays that I immediately uh, connected the, the flute. flute. To, yes. With his flute. There's mm-hmm. a, just an idea. And then I also felt like in the, Embedded in there, there were some almost original series thematic notes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the score as well. And I'm not sure if I was imagining that, but did you? Did either of the, you hear that? They played with a lot of score stuff. Like at the very end, when we see the board cube with the Romulan fleet, they play the Romulan theme from the original series. Okay. Right. So there is a lot of that. Okay. I love that. Of course, what we're drinking today, the uh, decaf Earl Grey. And what I love about that, you said this right before the show. What yeah. did you say about the decaf? But the, oh, the, just in his old age, yeah. he's, he's said he's had to move to decaf. He's had to switch yeah. to decaf, <laughs> just, just like a lot of us have had to switch to decaf. Do, uh, you know what we never talked about? The opening credit sequence. Yes. So it's a piece of glass falling from the sky yes. and then comes whole again as mm-hmm. Picard. The yes. whole thing's and it a kind big, of is a 
piece of his face yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. this analogy of him falling from the heavens, mm-hmm. you know, not being Fall broken. Fall from grace kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, not right. being whole again. It goes through the Borg cube, through the Enterprise, through all these different things, goes through the explosion of Romulus, and then right. ends up being part of him again. So the whole show, so the journey. Kind of circle back around Yeah, it's, they're, they're saying the whole thing's going to be a journey about a broken Picard becoming whole again. Okay. Okay, here's another one that I can't take credit for. Um, when the FNN, the Federation News Network yep. <laughs> reporter, quickly recaps Picard's Starfleet history before her interview, we glimpse stills from key Trek episodes and films. They include highlighting Picard's diplomatic stint on the Klingon homeworld in season mm-hmm. three's Sins of the Father, a production still of Picard in his white dress uniform from 1998's Star Trek Insurrection, and a still of Picard seated from either 1996 Star Trek First Contact or Nemesis. And I just thought that was interesting because when they were showing those little pictures of him mm-hmm. coming up, Somebody went to the trouble to find what each of those yeah, were. Sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of interesting to me because, and this may, this is what made me think about it, is there is no introduction. There's nothing. It's like you're you have you, to you know, need to know yeah. exactly what's going on. And this is the first Star Trek show that didn't have an intro of like who the characters are or like this is star trek this like, is what star trek is this is a ship this is the captain of the ship there's something called starfleet right like, it's not that. built for a new audience no and I, but I love that yeah. yeah that's wonderful i i thought th- that whole scene is probably my least favorite scene of the whole show because it's a little too expositiony yeah it's a lot of tell and not show mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. oh and you know what one thing what right, right before you said this but like um when he wakes up from being from the explosion, he said, I've been living my life. You know, I haven't been living really or whatever. Yeah. So he says something like that. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. Putting the card back together again, kind of yep. becoming whole again. I like so I that. think he's, he's aware of it, you know, that he's yeah. not been doing, he says something along the lines of like nursing my dignity to yeah, right, something right. like that, mm-hmm. which I, I thought was really cool. like, he's, he's, he's like, I left because I have too much pride. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's, seen and I don't want to be associated with that kind of sure. thing. Okay, so there's the the second dream that he had with Data in it that you mentioned had yes, where out in the out in the orchards in the orchards where Data is painting. Just some notes about that here. Um, they were wearing the TNG uniforms uh-huh. sure. that were introduced in season three, and uh, I'll tell so you what, great to see. I didn't even freaking notice it what? until a minute after that. I'm like, I was like sitting there, and I'm like, oh. Right, these are the, the old uniform. uniforms. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I love, and it felt so familiar, and that's yeah, it why did. it felt so familiar yeah. that it was like, mm-hmm. of course they're wearing these because to me, when I think of TNG, those are the third season of uniforms. Course. That's what I'm thinking right. of. Yeah, I, I just too. really like that. And then um, th- it's a, a note that I found: the last time that we saw those uniforms was oh. in Star Trek Generations in 1994. Wow. Yeah, it was kind. Of- not not exactly those uniforms. They were altered. Oh, they had they had rings different. around the the wrist. Right. Mm. And uh, throughout that, for some reason, I'll never understand why. Throughout that movie, some of them start shifting uniforms into the Voyager style mm. uniforms. Right. Right. And if you watch, like so many of them are shared. Like the reason Rikers is like his sleeves are pulled up to here is because he's wearing Ben Sisko's uniform, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he had to make. A were they like the same fit. height or something? Something where like Rikers' arms are so much longer that they had to like, just have him with his <laughs> sleeves rolled up. So in in Picard's garage, some of the things that uh, that 
I saw, and I did cheat a little and look online for this. It, we get a, a, a nice movement, Hattie. Yeah, that was my. That's the, Hattie is um, using an imaginary batleth, uh-huh, of course, uh, weapon. There's also the Klingon uh, ceremonial dagger from Sins of the Father that yeah. was sitting oh, in there. The talk knife. Yes, um, it says uh, on on these notes. Um, this is one I didn't notice that Picard's book of Shakespeare from his ready room. Mm-hmm. There was a model. Where's that, his lionfish? Oh, he, yeah. Apparently in real life, yeah, Patrick hated. Stewart hated that and thought that Picard would never, would never have keep an animal. Do you know what the fish's name was? I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Livingston. Livingston. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Re- real life name or like on, in the show. Like on in the, the show. show. The show okay. the, the was it ever happened. mentioned? Like, no, it's no? like in other materials. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, he had, um, a model of the Enterprise E. Yep. Um, the um, the Cousteau, the, his yacht. Yep. Um, the um, Captain Picard Day Banner, which we talked about. Did you see the flute? I didn't know if there if it was there. I, I feel like that would be a such flute. a good one to I have. I think he keeps that at home. That I think that's a home, home. home thing. Because see, out on the out on the vineyards, it's too we, personal. We see from the. Um, the shots he keeps his com badge at home too. Right at home, yeah. If I was going to pick two things, as Captain Picard would be my flute, my, my flute. com badge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and then it had uh, the uh, model of the stargazer also yep. is mm-hmm. in there. Um, I I think I think there's a lot here with that we're gonna see with Maddox, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. I I think we're gonna see him. I think he's gonna come out. We know that the actor, we know that Hugh, the Borg, is in is, this. Is yeah. We know yeah. that Seven of Nine shows mm-hmm. up. We don't know what her role is so in the show So we are dealing yet. with Borg but it's, in some way. It's going to be Borg. It's going to be Data. R- it's now, in the, there was a clip of uh, a new um, preview that came out that showed a guy who was bald and seemed mm-hmm. like he had, was it reddish eyes? Yes, and he was very gaunt. Gaunt, mm-hmm. bald. And he's holding up what looks like a phaser at some point. And uh, and I said, I bet he's one of the synths. Oh, yeah. Did you mm-hmm. see that clip yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? There's also a clip of like an army of them. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they're out there. Yeah. Because they never said they, they hunted down the synths. No, they, they never right? said they, they just said make they any more. Right? They might just be gone. Like, So Mars clean. is on fire like right now. Yeah. The atmosphere is completely on fire to this day, they said. And mm. they're now was Mars sort of terraformed? Yeah. So that people could just live on Mars normally? Sure. Yeah, well, the, the Utopia Punisha base was there. Base was on Mars. So, yeah. Okay. And uh, in Picard's r- dream in the opening, they say, he said, oh, why are we here in front of Mars? Yeah. And then that's when and everything And we see Mars started. in the background yeah. with all sorts of superstructures on it. Now, yeah. just as a side note, one of the things that, um, that I noticed, and other people, you noticed this. What did I notice? When we were watching the preview before the show came out, we were watching the preview, we watched it a lot. Mm-hmm. Data, when he was playing cards, he looked kind of weird. People were saying Data looks kind of weird. His face looked very, very puffy, especially on the, like, if you're looking but at his right side. But then when you see him in painting and you see him, the other shots and angles of him, he looks fine again. So I think it was just a lighting thing. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking about? I mean, Brent Spiner, you know, he's getting old. He doesn't look yeah. like Data he anymore. He still looks the same. Okay. I said they should have done a little bit of contouring, you know, just sure. for Data. <laughs> and then, um, sure. and then... But I thought he looked fine. He yeah. looked great. Um, but it was so nice to see. And this is one note I have here. I just felt like it was so nice to see this Star Trek universe and time again. Not the original the pre- series. Oh my God. Not yeah. the J.J. Abrams films. Not, you know, not Discovery or whatever. But 
this universe with L cars and the buttons looking the way they're supposed to look on the displays and the sound effects of everything. It was even just the sound when Picard walked in the archive and, (coughs) Uh and, and and you heard the, uh, and you heard the doors shut. They sounded right. Like it feels, and that just made me really appreciate how they spent time on it. Yeah. And how at home I feel in this universe, Uh in this time period of this universe. And it's really struck me that like, wow, it has been a really long time since, what was it? I say before 1994, that the last Mm -hmm. time we had this yeah star trek universe that's a long damn time to go without it mm-hmm. and i i like i just want more of this universe the other ones are good yeah but i like this time period i agree you know yeah i don't care anything about what became more <laughs> like discovery's fun like i said it's a right. sci-fi but show like, I don't care the, the jj movies they're fun but they're not star trek no mm-hmm. i don't think they're star trek now but that's interesting because the things that happened in those movies happened in this and, right. continuum, they did not wipe that away. That is still here. Right. R- with Romulus being destroyed, things like that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of nebulous. Like, are we in the Kelvin verse or not? Right. It would make sense to me, which is why, like, overnight, it seems like the Federation's very different. Yeah. But I don't I, think we're going to get clarity on that. No, no. I don't think we need it. In the, I will say that in the comics... Um, one of the things that happened in the comics, and I don't know if this happened in novelizations or not, but um, in, in the comics... Uh, Data was successful in transferring his co- his his memories right, and, you were and, me about and this. pathways and things into before. And at some point, and I forget if Jordy helped or if this just spontaneously happened, but at some point, Data's consciousness asserted itself sure. and became became the primary consciousness. Became mm-hmm. like before was gone, and now it was Data in before's body, and he became captain of the Enterprise. And there's comics, and I had always heard. That those were considered to be canon. canon. I don't But I'm so. guessing that they are not based on this unless we really do have data in before, which is a theory I, I will maintain until I'm disproven. Oh, I don't think data is in there. I think it's Mm-mm. possible. I think that, like they said, like a very small percentage Percent, of right. the memories were there mm-hmm. and they were able to reconstruct a lot of data in a kind of ethereal manner. Do you think we will see... Data. That's why I was just going to ask. Mm-hmm. Alive. No, right. because now. Brent Spiner uh, is on the record, and like every interview is saying, the the contingency of me doing this show is to not undo Data's death. Okay. Okay. That is like his number one. Rule. And he's only like, listed as a special guest star. He's not listed and as cast. It says one episode on IMDb. Okay. So where everybody else has their correct number of episodes. So, so we're not going to see him again. Mm. Brent Spiner's done. Okay. And he's like. So I that means this. no before either. No, no. means no before. He said, um, well, I, not necessarily. Right. But he's like, do not undo Data's death and I will do this. Okay. Interesting. Why do you think he said that? Did he give a reason? I mean, he wouldn't wasn't going to do Nemesis unless he died. I didn't know. He, okay. ha- he hates the fact that he's getting older and trying to play an android that looks exactly the same. Right. He's like, right. it is ridiculous. The suspension of disbelief is not there for me to be this old and this just mm-hmm. looking different and be data. So he's like, I want to die. And he wanted a hero's death and he got it. And right. like to bring data back is almost like every going back to star Wars, everything right, I to have undo, yeah. to undo. It's just like rise of Skywalker. Like you can't undo. Surprise, all these, I'm yeah. not dead. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes sense. Also, we have not talked about uh, Captain Picard's dog. Number one. Number one. Oh yeah. my goodness. I, know. I love him. What was the animal that he found? Get it looked almost like a like a like a, a pheasant or something. Like yeah, a I wasn't thing. sure. What yeah, it was. I couldn't tell what it was either. I but it's cute. You can imagine Picard mm-hmm. kind of 
hanging out in his like his vineyard and mm-hmm. you know sleeping late. And like there's his, a dog chilling out. I don't think he would sleep late. He no, was sleeping no late. Sleep. He slept in. That's well, true. Bad dreams. That's true. Yeah. Good dream. He didn't have an alarm waking him up. No, and that's the, that's bed. the that's the goal. No yeah. alarms ever. <laughs> yeah, out of everything, the biggest suspension of disbelief uh, b- between technology and cloning and is, uh, thing. It, it's the biggest suspension of disbelief is two agents of the Tal Shiar are working in a winery. Yeah, there's. Well, we no don't know way. that they're aid. Maybe that's just comics in it. But you said it no, is no, no, tied this into comic. They they was written w- in conjunction with the show. Okay, it's. I think it's called Countdown. Star Trek. Go- countdown. That's what they always. Uh, that's what they typically yeah. call them. It's like a countdown, and there it is, right there. So this is an IDW comic. Um, it is called um, Star Trek Picard. It is uh, issue number one, mm-hmm. and um, it was. It came out in November of 2019. And the description reads, uh, you've seen the trailer now witness the events leading to CBS's all access Picard before he retired to his vineyard. Jean-Luc Picard was the most decorated admiral in Starfleet. Then one mission changed his life forever. The countdown starts here and you can buy it digitally for a buck 99. Put in the show uh, notes. Four ninety nine, and that will be in the show. As soon as we have a place to put them, <laughs> I will put them there. But there are. Um, this episode is brought to you by IDW. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Uh, yeah. So then, it, then uh, there are also other uh, related books that that you can find and, and see. But so, is this worth people reading, or have you told us what's important about? Uh, it? I don't think it's worth buying. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not worth the two dollars to me. <laughs> okay, question that I had. It was at the end. I uh, I did not stay all the way through the credits. Uh, did we get any scenes from next week? As I like to call them. Yeah, they do like a season like worth of spoilers. Okay. There's this whole thing like this season. This on season on. Okay. Yeah. Should we I mean, watch that or not? Or watch no. That? I mean, it's, it's really misleading. Everything's kind of misdirection. Because they're doing it to. So yeah, I to think that you. everything you see is going to give you an idea of what's going on, but it's going to be wrong. Right. Like three times the first time I watched this episode, I kept changing my opinion. That's law. That's not law. Right. Mm-hmm. That's another law. Right. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to do this again. We're going to keep doing this. Yeah. But if, if if listeners would like to. Uh, to share their thoughts or ask us questions yes, or, or share their feedback. Or We'd want love, us to talk about something. Love to get them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I, I don't usually do this, but uh, Hattie, I need you to remind me to make okay. this work after, but thank you. Uh, because she knows I'll, I'll forget it. Oh, and you know, I will too. I, I'm going to make a special email address that will forward to the three of us. Ooh, like it's that. going to be Picard at five by five dot tv okay <laughs> send us an email at picard at 5x5.tv should be easy enough to remember tell us what you think you know uh do you have questions do you have theories we want to hear your theories we will read your yes. thoughts and theories on the show did we get something wrong did i misspeak mm-hmm. about a thing did keith uh, i did i messed something up earlier something up i said i said that there was a, a well no, don't say what it is because i want them you to want find them to correct it, it? <laughs> because we can we'll you know we'll, right, we'll i know the mistake thing. that i made yes. so someone point me out and we'll talk about that's it. right and so if did he get it wrong that's great tell us about it picard at five by five dot tv and uh and that's it that's how we want to hear yeah. about it and we don't have a twitter account for this yet maybe no. we'll make one but we don't worry about say it our personal twitters but uh you know uh so who, who are you on twitter i am hattie bird on Twitter, A K D D I E Bird. Why? That's Why D's, bird? not T's. Hattie, uh, Hattie Bird has been my nickname like since I was born. Okay. My whole family calls me that. Hattie okay. Bird. Or and Bird Keith, or Bird Dog. You're Keith Ruckus. <laughs> I'm Keith. I'm at Keith Ruckus. K E I T H R U C K U S. That's it. And I'm at Dan Benjamin. You can tweet us there, but but if you want your comments or thoughts on the show, the email is the best way to do it. Don't be so millennial. But, Just email us. Yeah. 
It's I easy. can't get anyone to email my show. They're going to do it. I think we'll get some yeah, emails. Yeah, we'll get some emails. Okay. We'll, we can do it. So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And we will be back next week. And this is, if you want to tune in live, we're going to be streaming this thing live. It's yeah. going to be Fridays at 1 p.m. Central Time, which Woo! is 2 p.m. Eastern, which is weird that there's still an East Coast. They should defer to Central. Yeah. But that's fine. So 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Uh, Central Time. We'll be here. And uh, that means 11 a.m. if you're on the uh, West Coast. Yes. And if you're in Japan, I have no idea what time are it is. Are we going to drink Earl Grey each time? Because I enjoyed that. Yes, yeah, we, we totally are. can. Uh, we like are going to be doing that. And you should be doing that at home uh, when we go live every Friday. So uh, we'll yeah. see you next week. And uh, have a good one, guys. Woo. Bye.